Good for sleeve today. Short sleeves, it's warm up. It is, been a warm week. Good to have JC Jackson back. Um, yeah, good to see JC. Yep. Um, you know, try to get him caught up here and um, see how that goes. But uh, yeah, got him in here um, late Wednesday night, Thursday. So yeah, catching up with him. Uh, oh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We've got a few snaps yesterday. See how it goes today. We got a few moving parts here, so trying to figure it out here. So get to the end of the week. Now that you've had Will Greer in the building for a couple of weeks, what stands out to you about him? Uh, you know, sharp guy, good understanding of. Um, He's been a couple different systems, but he has pretty good understanding of um, you know, offensive system and what kind of what we do, what's different about it from you know, Cincinnati to Dallas and vice versa, and picking up terminology and that. So I think you know he's getting more comfortable, you know, each day, each week. Good arm, you know, pretty athletic kid. Do you see him as competing with Bailey for the backup job, or is that depth chart or the quarterback pretty much set? Yeah, uh, no, I think we'll just take it, you know, week by week here. And, you know, I think before you can really, you know, realistically get in there and play, you've got to have a pretty good command and understanding of the offense, play calling, be able to let the other 10 people do their jobs. So, um, but yeah, again, Will's, you know, sharp and he's he's picking things up pretty quickly. And if we had an emergency and like we had to put him in there, I think, yeah, we could try to get him ready. But I mean, the other two guys are just, you know, further along at this point. Is, is competition for depth charge or whatever more difficult for the regular season just because there's fewer practice reps than starters? Uh, well, I mean, again, all the players that have been here are pretty familiar and can do what, you know, should be able to do whatever we need them to do uh, in their roles. So you know, I'd say it's just with players that are new like very new, you know, like Will would be an example of that. Or, you know, some of the guys on the practice squad that have only been here, you know, a couple of weeks, it's, it's just harder with those guys. Yeah, because you can't get them as many, you know, reps as you can in training camp in the spring. And so it's a little, unless you're just wiped out of that position and then, you know, they're forced in, then, then they get ready to play, you know, how well they play and how well-versed they are. That's all another story, but they have to play. It's good to have all the players that haven't been able to practice back out there. That's what they're here for, and that's what we want them for. And so it's good to see them out there. So uh, Cody and Trey were on the uh, PUP side of it. Um, you know, Reef was on the IR side of it. Different categories, but in the end. Uh, functionally, it was the same, you know, guys that have been out that are not coming back. So it's it's good to see those guys back out there. And um, again, that's what they're here for. What have you seen out of Mac Jones over the last couple of years, just his ability to bounce back after a not so good performance? Yeah, well, anybody that plays or coaches in this league has not so good performances somewhere along the line. So 
it's part of the job, part of the situation. Every week's a new week. Um, you know, Mac's pretty mentally tough, so is everybody else around here. I mean, you have to be in this league, you just can't. If it just goes from bad to worse, then you're not going to be around very long. So, we all get knocked down. Got to get up, go back in the ring. Bill, Russ Francis passed away about a week or so ago. Um, I was curious if you could share your thoughts about a guy who had a pretty serious impact on this franchise and maybe the league as a whole. Yeah, Russ is a pretty uh, special player. Um, you know, really unique type of guy. Um, you know, at the Giants, we didn't play against him too much because there were different conferences, but we did. We got him a couple times, and then uh, and then we got him when he went to San Francisco because they weren't in our division, but it felt like it. Um, seemed like we played him twice a year. So competed against Russ a lot, you know, or coached against him. Um, you know, tremendous athlete. Um, it's really a I'd say prototype tight end, um, super athletic, good blocker, strong, um, good football player, really good football player. Then I've got to know him a little bit, you know, here uh, when he came back for a couple of uh, events back here, got to spend some time with him and, um, you know, kind of fun-loving guy. Um, yeah, sat out his senior year at Oregon. You don't see that very often, but. Um, in any case, you know, great guy and, and, uh, you know, really love of life, love for the game. Um, but yeah, he's, he's about as good as we faced. Um, and we faced some pretty good ones when I was at the Giants. I'm talking about that era, like of the, the nineties, uh, or the eighties rather in the late seventies. What year was he drafted? Like 70, I say, yeah. So Chuck drafted him, and you know he was in he was in the league before I got in the league. But he was this guy's really a good player, and not a wide receiver, but he had some wide receiver skills. I would say for a tight end, you know, kind of like uh, Caster did at the Jets. Um, uh, who else is back as? You know, back then, most of the tight ends were more like tight end, tight ends, you know, like a, a version of an offensive lineman that could also, you know, run and catch a little bit. Like, they could split Russ out. Russ had some, like I said, receiver skills. Um, you know, like I said, Keith Jackson uh, was like that at, at Philly. Um, you know, I'm trying to remember a couple of guys like that. But he he had some special skills as a tight end, and that was – and he could block, and he was tough. He was, oh, was he six six. He was tall. I mean, he was big target. I mean, you couldn't overthrow that guy. I mean, he had huge, you know, catch radius, good hands. Yeah, he was tough. Yeah, sad day, sad for that, and obviously Wake, uh, Tim Wakefield. So that was. Dick Buckus also passed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, prototype middle linebacker. He, from everything, he was from the his playing style to the look to his ads to. Um, I mean, he was, <laughs> he was a Chicago Bear if there ever was one. Yeah. Um, you know, I got to spend a little bit of time with him at the uh, at the one hundred, the NFL one hundred. Um, 
you know, the Super Bowl in Miami uh, when they introduced us. You know, we had spent a lot of time with him down there, and that was um, it was great to you know get to meet him, talk to him, spend a little bit of time with him. But yeah, ton of respect for um, for you know Dick, his play style, what he did for the game. That was the at that time the way he played. I mean, he was a ultimate middle linebacker, tall, long too. You know, so I mean. He's obviously a great run player and a great tackler, but he had a lot of length. Um, it's hard to throw, throw around inside. You know, then they had Erlocker, who was another like long guy in the middle. In their, you know, Bears defense, it was just hard to, you know, these guys that are six four, six five, like High Tower, Jamie Collins, and those Van Der Esch, those those bigger, taller linebackers inside are, they're they're a problem in the passing game. They really are. May not seem like a lot, but it really zone coverage and all the zones are a lot smaller with those guys. But yeah, Buckus is a you know, heck of a player. Buckus and Ditka, I mean, <laughs> those, those are your two bears. We saw uh, kick inside the guard a little bit this summer. Um, obviously, put a lot of tackle to his career. Is he locked into one position at this point, or is he something that can cut Yeah, he's well again. It's always good to have versatility, you know, on the offensive line where you can have it. Not everybody gives you that, but some guys do. And, you know, he's very experienced, great communicator, understands the game well, um, is comfortable in playing different spots. Some guys, you know, need to lock into one spot. And he's really good. He's comfortable doing multiple things. So, you know, he gives us that versatility if we need it at both spots. Guard and tackle. So. Coach Antonio Mafia has stepped up for you every game this year. How have you seen him grow since the summer? Well, I think he just keeps growing through his whole career. You know, started as a defensive lineman, played one year at UCLA on the offensive line. Um, you know, we had him out at the East-West game. Um, so even his growth from the East-West game to the spring to training camp was was a lot. And then, as you said, training camp, and you know he's been out there every day. Uh, he works hard. He's a smart kid. He's really smart. He just doesn't have a lot of experience playing on the offensive line, but you know gets better every day. Doesn't repeat a lot of mistakes. Um, this is some things he hasn't seen a lot of, and the more he sees them, the quicker he reacts to them. But he's he's grown in in all areas, fundamentals, just overall awareness, recognition, and. And, you know, playing against different types of players, you know, some guys inside that are, you know, big, powerful guys. And there's other guys, especially when they kick ends inside in passing situations, those ends move inside. Um, you know, like the Jets would kick Franklin Myers in when they bring Huff in the game, stuff like that. So now you're blocking up, you know, a defensive end, a guy like Wise or, you know, we do that some too, like with Wise and Keon, kick those guys inside. It's a different type of player to block. So those different matchups and different games and, um, you know, game thing, pass rush games. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, it, it's a lot at that position and um, he gets better every day. And again, he'll, you know, he's got a good future. If he keeps working hard and, you know, can keep working on, you know, his fundamentals, just be a really good fundamental technique player, um, you know, he's got a chance. How's uh, good to have Jonathan out there this week. He he uh, did some things last week and was able to do more this week. So coming to the end of the week and see where we are with him, but certainly a lot closer than he was uh, this time last week. Um, 
So probably be, you know, today, maybe tomorrow, you know, make a decision on this, but we're, so it's got a chance. Okay. All right. Thanks everyone.